My days working, taking care of my little ones can be a lot. I checked out care.com and it was so easy for me to find local, experienced, and background check sitters. Finding our babysitter was way more affordable than I thought. Care.com makes it super easy. Search for qualified candidates. You can view their profiles, read reviews and ratings, check their availability, send messages directly, get the help that you need. Care.com should be every person's go-to. Monday means one thing. Fabrizio Romano joins Que Golazo as we answer your questions. A special Q&A edition with Fabrizio Romano. Que Golazo begins right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Que Golazo on this Monday. It's great to have my brother, Fabrizio Romano, who will answer your questions. But before we get going, we've got a big week coming up on Que Golazo with two very special interview fans of the USMNT are not going to want to miss this one, as well as a North London Derby special with James Bench and the Athletics' Jack Pitt-Brook. There's a midweek Serie A action special with Marco Messina, another bumper weekend preview, and much more. Follow Kego Lasso wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star rating and glowing review while you're at it. And subscribe to the Kego Lasso YouTube page and hit the notification bell to catch every episode along with a whole lot of bonus material. And we have a whole lot of Fabrizio Romano to join us. Fab, how are you, my friend? Hello, my friend. I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. Really excited after this fantastic weekend of football and ready for this week. Absolutely. Good to have you, my friend. And as we promised everybody, this is a Q&A special. So Fabrizio will answer your questions. And uh, we tweeted to you to ask us some. And here's the first one. The situation regarding James Rodriguez from Emerton, the Colombian star. And of course, the reports about Qatari club Al Rayan. Fabrizio Romano, it's been a very bad start for James Rodriguez uh, pretty much ever since Carlo Ancelotti left for Real Madrid. Many questions about his future, his fate, that he's not happy in Everton, that he's looking for a get out. What is the latest on James Rodriguez and Al Rayan? Yes, first of all, I'm still checking if Al Rayan are really the club negotiating for James because it's true that he's a Qatari club. Al Rayan is one of the possibilities, but he's still negotiating and talking with his club together with his agent. What I can say is that it's true that there is a proposal from Qatari. It's that's true that James is negotiating. He's talking about this possibility. He wants to be 100% sure about the next steps. So we will see what he will decide in the coming hours from Everton. They are prepared to let him go, to let him leave. They are ready to... To, to switch a new, a new era without James also because, as you said, since Carlo Ancelotti left the club, the situation is completely different for James. He's not happy with Everton life. Uh, he is clearly out of the project right now. So the situation is really, I would say, disappointing because we're talking about a fantastic player who was incredible in his years with Monaco, with Real Madrid, with Colombia, of course. And now the situation looks really incredible if you think how was the level of Amber Rodriguez a few years ago. But as I said, as of now, from Everton, they are prepared to let him go. Let's see what the player will decide. So in the coming hours, everything will be decided. For sure, for James, it's not an easy moment. He was close to join Porto because Porto were in advanced negotiation with Everton for a swap deal with Luis Diaz to Everton and uh, James Rodriguez to Porto. But the salary of James was the biggest problem. And this is why the deal was not going through. Let's see now what happens and about the salary and what James will decide. 
Yeah, that's why I'm thinking Qatari clubs can afford uh, his salary. It would be a shame, as you mentioned. Only 30 years old, by the way, James Rodriguez. He's not that old. All right, let's uh, keep moving here with Fabrizio Romano. And by the way, you can read his piece on CBS Sports. The next question is about uh, the, arguably the two big stars, the future stars, Erlen Haaland and Kylian Mbappé. Does uh, We Are Soccer show. Thank you so much for the question and the follow. Does he, does Fabrizio, see Haaland or Mbappé moving in the January transfer window? After this crazy summer we had, never say never is the, the message I'm going to give in transfers. But my feeling is no. My feeling is no. I don't see Haaland leaving in January. For Mbappé, the situation is a bit different, you know, because he's out of contract. So let's see if Real Madrid maybe will decide to try again. But I think after what happened in, in, in the end of August with Paris Saint-Germain really serious in their plan to keep Mbappé and to show Real Madrid and to the whole European football that they want to keep their stars, I think it will be really difficult. So never say never, but as of now, I think both players have chances to move in the summer and not, not in January. And let's remember uh, how those clubs, Borussia Dortmund and PSG, do in the Champions League as well, because obviously by January, you know if they're going to be in the knockout stages as well. All right, let's uh, move here to a player, by the way. Oh, by the way, before we move on, good question here from a producer. I, I did want to add it. Are there any new suitors for Erling Haaland? Anybody that's really poking a little bit, Fabrizio, that it's perhaps showing a little bit more interest in the Norwegian star? At the moment, it's still really an open race, really open because I always say when you have this kind of close, 75 million euro plus some add-ons to arrive around 80 million euro, then you have to pay big salary, commission and everything. So it's a huge deal for, for Ellen Golland. But when you have this kind of close, it's like being a free agent. This is, I know it's maybe crazy to say this because it's not free agent situation, of course. But mm. for the player side, it's, it's the same because many clubs are prepared to pay this money. Many clubs are open to pay 75, 80 million for a player who is worth maybe more than the double. So it's normal. And so the player can pick the club he thinks is the best one for him. I, when I talk about Holland, I always say, remember that this boy is always deciding not just about money, not just about salary, not just about contract, but about the project. And this is not something is really usual for top stars. But Erling Golland had the chance to join Juventus three years ago when they signed Cristiano Ronaldo. They always wanted also Erling Golland as young talent from Molde. And the player said, no, I prefer to go to Salzburg, play Champions League, being a star in Salzburg and not going to Juventus and then on loan to some Italian club. Then he had the chance to join Manchester United and he said, no, I want to go to Borussia Dortmund. It's the perfect chance for me, the perfect league. So he's always picking the right way also because of the project. And this is why Holland is not deciding now. He's not deciding in September. If you want to decide because of the project and not because of the money, you're going to decide like in February, in March, in April. So I expect Holland to wait and to see what will be the best project at this point. But I'm sure many clubs will be involved. Real Madrid, Barcelona, Bayern, if they will change with Lewandowski leaving the club in the summer. Uh, English clubs, of course. So we'll have many, many clubs in this race. And I think it will be really nice to see all the developments also with Mino Raiola, who was having, you remember, the tour like in May with the father of Holland, Halfi, uh, going to Barcelona, Madrid, to meet <laughs> with many clubs for Holland. I think it will be an interesting summer for Erling. Yeah, the Rayola tour, uh, we yes. like to call it, absolutely. <laughs> but you make a very good point, Fabrizio. Erling Holland is a special player because, not just because of his talents, because he knows exactly 
what he wants. He knows exactly how his trajectory is going to continue, and that's a, a major part of his narrative. A very good point. All right, let's keep moving here. Frank Kessie, very good player, of course, for AC Milan. Thank you so much, Vishesh. Hey, guys, I uh, hope you're all doing fine. My question for Fab is, is there any reports linking Kessie to Manchester United? Is there any truth to those rumors? Uh, thank you so much for your question, Vishesh. Fabrizio, Kessie, Manchester United, anything to that? At the moment, there is nothing between Man United and Kessie, but there is interest from many clubs, also United, like the situation. They want to know the situation because Kessie is out of contact in June with AC Milan. So it means from January he will be free to sign as free agent with many clubs. Uh, AC Milan are negotiating with Frank Kessie on the contract. And this is why many English clubs, uh, also Tottenham, French clubs, here in Italy, a lot of talks about Paris Saint-Germain. Many and many clubs uh, are keeping tabs on the situation of Frank Kessie because they want to know if he will really be available as free agent or not. Uh, this is a good point because if he is a free agent, of course, many clubs are in the race. If he's signing a new contract, he's staying at the Milan. So now negotiation between Kessie and the Milan are in a crucial point. Paolo Maldini, a Milan director, yesterday said, uh, we are talking with Kessie agents since a long time and we have still no agreement at the moment, but we will be talking again in the coming weeks. So let's see what happens. What I can tell you is that Kessie wants to be the most paid player in the Milan team. And this is the point. They need to offer him like 7, 8 million euro net Per season. This is what Cassie wants. Let's see what happens because AC Milan lost Chalanoglu and Donnarumma as free agents mm. uh, last summer. So it's important to see now what happens with Cassie. I'm sure they will try again because this player is fantastic. In my personal opinion, he would be perfect for Premier League. So I hope one day to see him maybe in Premier League clubs because he has all skills to play top level in Premier League. But for AC Milan, they call him the president because of his leadership. Uh, he's considered the president in the dressing room because. He's an incredible mentality. He's a true leader. So I'm sure AC Milan will try to extend his contract in the coming weeks. Perfect for the Premier League. Perfect for Manchester United, I would say. The one position they could really use a lot of staying with Manchester United. They got a good win against West Ham. Jesse Lingard was the man of the hour, of course. Let's talk about him. He had a very interesting week, of course. You know, gave away that goal to Young Boys, but completely, completely uh, took a lot of redemption against West Ham and scored that wonderful goal. What's the latest on Jesse Lingard and his contract situation? And with that, Fabrizio, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's faith in Jesse Lingard. What's going on there? Yes, this one is, your point is really good. I think uh, you still remember during the summer we had a lot of rumors, many clubs, West Ham trying. They were really trying to have Lingard back at a club, but Solskjaer's been so serious with Lingard. He said, I want you to stay here to show your skills. You're a Man United level player, so we want you to stay. And Lingard is having a really good good impact in Champions League. Not so lucky, but yesterday was key for Manchester United, his goal and his effort. So I think it's a really good moment for him. They're trying to extend his contract. Uh, the opening proposal was not accepted by just Lingard and his, his dad. So they will try again from United. They are still in contact. They are still hoping to extend his contract. So he's in the list. He's one of the players that Manchester United are talking with to plan for contract extension with Paul Pogba, of course, with Bruno Fernandes, optimistic situation, with Luke Shaw in the coming months or weeks, they will be talking on this point. But Luke, uh, but uh, sorry, just Lingard is a player that they want to keep and they want to extend this contract. So I think they have chances. It's not agreed yet. It's not at final stages yet, but Man United have chances. He obviously had great moments with West Ham. Obviously, we know, as you mentioned, they're interested or they were interested. They wanted to pursue anybody else interested in Jesse Lingard, do you know? Yes, uh, AC Milan wanted him. 
AC Milan wanted him in June. They were like asking about the situation of just Lingard because they lost Chalonoglu, as we say, as free agents. So they were looking for uh, this kind of player to play behind Platon Ibrahimovic, so in this kind of number 10 position. But for Manchester United, it was not even a topic to sell Lingard on loan with buy option. This is what AC Milan wanted. They were not prepared to pay like 35, 40 million. And this is why the, the deal was not going through. But many clubs has always, have always been interested in, in just Lingard. Also, when Minraiola was his agent, he was close to join Roma here in Italy. Let's see now what happens, but I think now the feeling for Man United is positive. It's really positive. So let's see how the negotiation will continue, but he has chances to stay and extend the contract. Great stuff. Great stuff. Right, we got one more question, I feel, and it's a little bit of a general question, but maybe you can help us here, Fabrizio Romano from Allegra. Oh, it's my cousin. It's my cousin. Ah, <laughs> my cousin. I'll tell, you I'll tell you something about my cousin here, uh, Fabrizio. <laughs> she is the South American representative of Napoli as the, of, the, of the fan base. Yes, she I is. I from Napoli, so. <laughs> so there you go. Perfect so be match. nice to my cousin, Allegra, who, by the way, <laughs> the biggest Napoli fan you have ever seen. She gave me a Maradona Napoli jersey. She is oh. a huge, gigant. So maybe something <laughs> Napoli related, but it doesn't have to be. But what transfer, oh, did you least expect, uh, you know, anything that, that, that really shocked you, you think? I'm going to mention a player who was scoring against Napoli, so not the best memory for Allegra, but let's do it. Uh, I'm going to mention Romero Lukaku. I want to be honest with you, because I was not expecting this move this summer. Uh, Romero Lukaku was saying, I'm the king of Milano, I'm really happy with Interlife, and Inter-directors, Lukaku is staying, Lukaku is key for our project. It was the end of July, it was not May. It was the end of July, saying he's key pro key player for our project. Simone Inzaghi, the manager, the day that Lukaku was back from holidays after Euros, immediately pick with Lukaku, showing we are ready to start together. After Conte, we'll do something big. So in Inter, everyone was saying Lukaku is staying. No way he's going. It's impossible. And from Lukaku's side, the same. So it was really unexpected Lukaku to, to leave Inter. I think what Chelsea did was the perfect strategy to convince the player to have the right proposal with Inter with 115 million euros. That is a record fee for Serie A. So... I think the strategy from Chelsea was perfect, also on a media way, because from Inter they were saying impossible, impossible, but they were working on it on Chelsea's side. And so I was really not expecting this move for Romero Lukaku. And I had to say congrats to Chelsea because they did a great deal with the right strategy. Amazing. Even more than Lionel Messi, Fabrizio, even more than Cristiano Ronaldo, even more than Antoine Griezmann, Romero Lukaku was the biggest shocker. I would say more than Griezmann, yes, because I was expecting Griezmann to leave. They were also really really close to complete the swap deal, Griezmann-Saul, with Barcelona and Atletico Madrid. So it was in the air that with Griezmann something was going to happen, not on deadline day, to be honest, but was in the air that Griezmann was going to, to leave Barcelona. Ronaldo, I was expecting Ronaldo to leave, to be honest. Uh, at the end he of the match, you could tell he wasn't yes, happy. Yes, we said many times he wasn't happy. And you remember in this match with Udinese, the opening game of Serie A, yeah. I still remember what I said. Okay, Lukaku, uh, sorry, Ronaldo wants to look for options, wants to look for many possibilities. And Juventus vice president Nedved said he's staying 100%, no way. And you can see how sometimes people talking in football is not so the best way to work on transfer market. You know, you have to check with the news and not with the words from people in the club. And with Messi, Messi has been the most surprising. But I wanted to mention something different. You know, not to say always Messi, Messi, Messi. But Messi was crazy. To be honest, Messi was crazy. Messi was in Barcelona. There was an ass chopping. 
And Messi wasn't as shocking, I guess. Uh, I mean, obviously it was shocking, but, you know, the, the snowball was already growing from last year where he yes. was already dissatisfied. So, yes. so yes. and yes. to your point about Lukaku, everybody, you know, to your point, end of July, he was still an Inter Milan player and then, and then things changed quickly. Yes, and how big is this transfer? Because I think sometimes we, of course, we had Messi, we had Ronaldo, we had Grealish, we had Griezmann, we had a crazy summer. So sometimes we don't remember about Lukaku, but it was a record fee in Serie A, more mm. paid than Pogba and Higuain, and record fee after Grealish, also for Premier League, 115 million euro. So it was an historical transfer for a top player from top club to top club. So it was a huge one, and I was really surprised on this one. Of course, Messi was. With Messi, was shocking the timing because we had Leo Messi in Barcelona in the morning to sign the contract, to have the announcement together with his father, and then signing with Paris Saint Germain 48 hours later. <laughs> it was something incredible for the timing. But with Lukaku, really not, not expected. Messi was out of contract, Lukaku, no? Right. Yeah, a very, very good point. Uh, and that, my friend, is Fabrizio Romano, everybody. Make sure that you read his content on CBS Sports. Here we go. Article every single week. Fabrizio is also part of Calcio Cappuccino, part of our Serie A coverage. He's all over the place. Fabrizio, before we say goodbye, what are you focusing on this week? Anything specific? Yes, I think it will be an important week for for contracts. Uh, So I think Sergio Roberto will meet with Barcelona to complete his new contract till 2024 with Barca. Let's see what happens with Manchester United contracts, as we said, after Mino Raiola spoke about, uh, about Paul Pogba. Now it's time to see what Man United and Pogba himself will decide in the coming weeks. So, yes, I think it will be a contract week, uh, a contracts week, and will be nice to see also what happens here in Italy because you mentioned Calcio Cappuccino and Serie A. And so Paolo Dybala contract with Juventus. New contacts this week to see if they will be able to reach the agreement. Lautaro Martinez one step away from signing new agreement with Inter for five years, removing the release clause. And this is an interesting one. What a striker, Lautaro Martinez, scoring goals also with Bologna. Inter were having a great weekend and Lautaro and Dybala are two key players here in Italy. So their contracts will be discussed in these days and I think completed soon. And also... Another interesting midfielder, Lorenzo Pellegrini with Roma. What a goal he scored yesterday Ooh, with baby. Verona. Ooh. I think one of the best of the weekend all over Europe. Incredible goal. And he's going to extend the contract. Five years with Roma. New meeting also this week. So, contracts week. Here we go. The contracts week. Here we go. Thank you for listening, everybody. Thank you for watching. Follow us on Twitter, Kegolasso Pod. Subscribe to Kegolasso wherever you get podcasts. And please leave us a review. Subscribe to the Kegolasso YouTube page for even more content and smash that notification bell so you never miss any free episodes just like this wonderful one with the wonderful, magnificent Fabrizio Romano. Grazie, brother. Thank you so much, my friend. Thank you, my friend. See you soon here on Kegolazzo with all our contents on CBS Sports, Paramount Plus, Calcio Cappuccino, wherever you want. We're here. Thank you. Wherever you want, we are here. We will see you next time, everybody. Have a great, great beginning to your week. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.